Yesterday was a, a beautiful day um, just to be able to celebrate for our diocese that we, we now have two newly minted priests. Um, one, as I said at the beginning of Mass, Father Paul, who will be celebrating his, mass, his first Mass, uh, will be our celebrant for the 11 o'clock today. Uh, and then also Father Joey uh, Liret, who is coming here, uh, as it was announced last week, uh, to replace that associate that y'all have. Um, Last week, uh, I was able to, to go on my first vacation as a priest. Uh, myself and a couple of friends, we went up to New York. Uh, so we got to see in a bunch of sites. One of the fun parts about going on vacation, like in the preparation, is everybody wants to share with you the list of have-tos. You have to go to this place. You have to eat at this restaurant. You have to do this. You have to do this. And don't forget, you have to go here, Right? Doesn't matter where we go. Someone would be to vacation in New Orleans and call one of us. We would say, you have to go to St. Louis Cathedral. You got to like, like at least peek in. Doesn't matter if you're Catholic, whatever. Just peek in, go check it out. Then you have to walk across the street and get you some beignets at Cafe Du Monde. Um, and you have to avoid going a few streets down the other way. Um, well, when getting prepared to go to New York City, I remember, I remembered a bunch of people telling me all these different things, restaurants and plays and things like that. One person mentioned, you have to take a New York cab ride. And now, whenever I heard that, it kind of struck me. And I was like, a cab ride? And they said, yeah, it's a cultural experience. That's, that's an understatement. <laughs> The whole, the whole public transit system is a cultural experience. Whether it be a cab, a bus, the, the subway, whatever, it was a cultural experience to say the least. And I felt myself feeling the, the culture in my emotions. First one, the, the number one thing I did not want to do, the first thing, I did not want to look like a tourist. I did not want to stop and have to be reading signs and trying to, like, I wanted to be able to blend in as much as I possibly could. And second, I, I was feeling the frustration the first time I got on a train and we were going the wrong way, or when we, we missed our stop, or when we were at the bus stop and waited for 35, 45, then an hour, on, and the, the bus we needed just wasn't coming. And then lastly, during this cultural experience of public transportation, I remember feeling whenever I got off of a train, I got onto a train, I got out of the subway, I got into a bus, whatever it was, you just follow the crowd. Doesn't matter where they're going, you just do that. And you hope that you're going to land where you need to land. And when you find a spot to peel off, check Google Maps and hope that you didn't go the wrong way. Now. This whole idea of a cultural experience, while absolutely New York gave us a lot of experiences of that, as any big city would, that word, culture, it actually comes from a Latin word, cultus, which means worship. And I think those three emotions that I felt during the course of trying to figure out public transit in a in the country's biggest city, are three emotions that we could find ourselves feeling in mass, especially if we don't understand the worship that we come to give.
Now, I've, as a kid, I played baseball. We traveled all over the place, and we were the family that never missed Mass, didn't matter where we were. Protestant Alabama, don't care, we find in a Catholic church. But in any Mass that I've ever gone to to visit, the scariest spot is when you get outed as a tourist in the announcements at the beginning, where one of the announcements will say, if we have any visitors, could you stand? Look, I don't want to be, I, I, I don't want, let me, let me just hide. Frustration. Frustration can happen anytime we walk into church. Especially, it could, be, it could be the best day in the world, best weather, kids were ready early. We got here on time. Oh, it was great. We walk in, and someone's sitting in my pew. Well, I, I, don't, I don't sit next to them. I don't sit in front of them. I sit right behind them and just stare at the back of their head so that they know they're in my pew. Or lastly, follow the crowd. When it's time to sit, we sit. When it's time to stand, we stand. When certain parishes do certain things, whether that's holding hands for the Our Father or not, we just do whatever the crowd does. A lot of these things, though, become the important experience of Sunday if we don't know why we're here. If we don't know why we plug in to this cultural experience, this worship experience as a community of faith. Our readings today answer, and our feast today that we have, shine light on why we're here. Spoiler alert, it's the Eucharist. Our first reading talks about the Israelite people who have, been, who have left Egypt and what is their reason for coming together to worship? It's to build a covenant with God. It's to make that promise with God that one, I want to follow you and you're going to take care of me. That's why we're here. That same covenant that was built on the foot, on the foot of the mount of, uh, on the mountain of Sinai that same covenant today is being re-ratified by each and every one of us. That same covenant where one man spoke on behalf of a community, went up, spoke to God, came back, offered sacrifice, and shared that sacrifice with the people, in a way is reenacted here. Where one man speaks on behalf of a community to God, receives from God, and shares what he's received to the people. See, we, re, we, we in a way, we follow in the footsteps of our Old, Old Testament brothers and sisters when we come to worship our God together. Now, it looks different, and that's because of our gospel. St. Paul in today's reading talks about if the blood of goats and of bulls could wipe away sin, how much more can the blood of Jesus Christ? What Christ gave us at the Last Supper, what Christ gave us in today's gospel was a reason for worshiping, a reason for coming together as that family. He built on the foundations of Moses at Sinai. And today through his priest, 
gives himself to his church. Again. See, in the Old Testament, the covenant was established. Today, in the sacrifice of the New Testament, in the sacrifice of the bread and wine that we, that we partake in today, in the sacrifice of Jesus' body and blood, soul and divinity that is given to each of us, that covenant is not only ratified again, but it's renewed in each of us. Where sin is forgiven, death is defeated, and we're fueled for the journey ahead. So if you came into Mass today, and you don't want to be outed as a tourist because you're visiting, it's okay. If you came in and you got frustrated because somebody was sitting in your pew, or somebody cut you off on the way into church, it's okay. If you came in and you're just here because you're following the crowd, even if that crowd is your grandmother from whenever you were a kid who was telling you you had to go to church on Sundays, and that's the only reason why you're here, it's okay. We're here today with our Lord, Jesus Christ himself, makes himself known on this altar and very personally looks at each one of us and says, I want a covenant with you. I want to be a part of your life. And by, by partaking in this meal, we say yes. We say yes with the entirety of our lives. With our family life, our work life, whatever it is, our struggles, our joys, everything, we offer back to God. So as we come forward for communion, as we come to the altar to receive of this sacrifice, what's in our heart? Are we ready to tell God yes with everything? Are we ready to tell God absolutely, 100%, I'm ready to live completely for you? Are we ready to ratify a covenant with him. It doesn't matter if we're frustrated. It doesn't matter if we want to be blended into the crowd. It doesn't matter if we don't want to be outed as new. If we worship with the disposition that God himself meets us today here, those things fall, those things fall away. Those things don't matter. And the thing that does, the thing that's lasting, is that ongoing relationship with God. That ongoing covenant with God. That's stronger than death, stronger than sin, and ultimately serves as food for our journey back to Him.